Listen, I get it. You like saving in Bitcoin. But check this out. You can actually complement your HODL position by investing in Bitcoin startups. If you want additional upside and enjoy learning about angel investing, you should check out Lightning Ventures. Lightning Ventures is a great way to stack real equity in Bitcoin-only companies. They've invested in businesses you've heard about on this show, including Azteco, CrowdHealth, and Swan Bitcoin. And Lightning Ventures makes it easy to get started in the world of early stage investing. The minimum investment is only $1,000 per deal, and you only invest in the deals that make sense to you. So if you want to get a behind the scenes look at the startups you know and love, if you want a chance to support their growth, and if you want another opportunity to profit as the Bitcoin ecosystem develops, check out the 60 second application in the show notes to get started today in building a world that runs on better money. Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show, the show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedemann, and our guest today is Doug, who's the founder of BitRamp. If you're on Twitter, you've probably seen BitRamp around. And if you're not on Twitter, what are you doing? BitRamp helps businesses generate a new source of revenue while also making it easy to onboard people to Bitcoin. It's a simple model that doesn't add risk to your business and it requires little upfront costs. We'll get into more about how it works in just a second. But before we get to today's interview, we have this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight. And this week, it's the Broward County Bitcoiners. There's a new Bitcoin Meetup in Florida for West Broward County. It's the Broward County Bitcoiners, a small but growing group of plebs and professionals in the Bitcoin space. They host a monthly meetup at Wunderbar, which is followed by karaoke, as well as a monthly traveling Bitcoiner lunch that covers much of South Florida. Their members come from all over the globe and offer powerful testimonies to the importance of Bitcoin. The conversations continue after the meetups in the High Signal Telegram channel, where they share knowledge and work with each other on common goals. Recently, the group began running their own lightning nodes and are currently challenging other meetups to do the same while opening channels with each other to educate the groups on lightning and provide the network with more peers who love Bitcoin. You can find them at Bitcoin County on Twitter. And if you don't happen to live in Broward County, no worries. You can scroll on down to the show notes and find a list of local Bitcoin meetups across the United States. You can look by state and city and find the Bitcoin meetup closest to you. Now, we're going to get to our interview with Doug right after this. Business owners, unlock the benefits Bitcoin has to offer your business with the Bitcoin for Business Quick Start Guide. This 27-page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with Bitcoin. Check it out in the show notes. Doug, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Josh. Yeah, thanks Thanks for having me on. So I like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you a little bit better and give us some insight for our own lives. Are you ready for these? Yeah, I'm ready. When and how did you first learn about Bitcoin? Well, it was about probably about seven or eight years ago. Um, a very good friend, still, uh, still a very great friend. Um, one of the smartest people that I know. He was consistently talking about it to really anyone that would, they would listen. Um, but at the time, you know, it was, I think, largely falling on, on deaf ears, as it, as it did for, for most people. And personally, it, I didn't really have a, um, I didn't have a personal use for it. So I, I, I thought, you know, it sounded cool and all that, but I just kind of kept, kept on with life, um, trying to pay bills, you know, try, trying to live. Um, and then, I, you know, I really don't 
think, I, I started paying attention, but I, it really, I'd say Bitcoin didn't really click for me until kind of the, the world stopped in 2020. And, um, but, the, but, the, but the printers fired up and, you know, I dusted off that um, copy, of the, copy of the Bitcoin standard I had sitting on the, the shelf that I hadn't uh, finished yet and blew through that, you know, in, in a few days. And, um, you know, at, at that point, it was crazy to just have the illustration playing out in, in real time. Um, kind of this beginning of the end, it, it, it felt like, um, you know, a, a, after reading that. So it was uh, it really, at, at that time, then I, I felt like, you know, understood, had a use case. And since then, it's just been, you know, consuming as much Bitcoin content um, that I can, just learning, you know, constantly learning over the last couple of years. What's an insight or fact about Bitcoin that you wish that everyone understood? The fact that, you know, maybe it's opinion, but, you know, as you experience it for yourself, you know, it's easy. You know, I think Bitcoin is this big, complicated subject that I think even Bitcoiners will approach it with people in a, in a very, um, you know, compl- complicated way that really doesn't serve them. And, and, and so I think the tools for people to onboard, the, the tools for um, people to use Bitcoin to um, transact. It's very simple. It doesn't involve new skills. It's downloading an app, scanning a QR code, scanning another QR code. You know, so these are things that we've all become largely accustomed to. And, and I think it's, um, it's time that uh, people adv- advocating for Bitcoin are focused on showing those easy, simple use cases. Because it is. It's, it's very, very simple. What's the Bitcoin resource that you most recommend to other people? You just mentioned the Bitcoin standard. It may be that. For a lot of people, it is. But curious, when you recommend something to someone who doesn't know much about Bitcoin, what is it that you recommend? Well, it depends on the interest, I think. Um, you know, I, I think if somebody's really, if, I, if it seems like they're ready to climb down the, the, the rabbit hole, um, the one of the, outside of the Bitcoin standard, one of the um, resources that really helped helped things click for me was um, the podcast that Robert Breedlove did with Michael Saylor, the, the What is Money series, you know, it's the podcast, but there was a series about eight, I think eight or nine episodes that, man, it's, it's intense. It's, it's a push, but Saylor's all, you know, he's a great storyteller and he's got such a great grasp of history and the, the macro imp- implications of Bitcoin. And I think, um, I think that's just an incredible resource of, you know, history, where money's been, where energy's been, the value of that, and kind of where where it, it's, it's going now. Uh, it's very, very, you know, powerful. Yeah. But if, you know, if somebody's just like, if maybe they're already into Bitcoin, they just want to get into the culture and, you know, stay up to date, and, you know, there, there's different, you know, podcasts, and they want to earn it, and maybe don't buy, then obviously, you know, get them in the fold or something like that. But I think some of the, I think the Bitcoin standard and that that podcast series are two of the most uh, powerful um, resources. And yeah, I usually think of knowledge when I say resource, but to your point, yeah, in just a second when we're talking about BitRamp, I mean, I, I feel like BitRamp can be one of those resources, and that's sort of how you've designed it. So we don't need to get into all that yet, because uh, I want to save that for the, the the main interview portion. I also wanted to add about uh, Sailor. The Sailor series is uh, something that I recommend to people as well. It is a lot to get through. 
And I was trying to figure out like, what is the one episode if people had to start somewhere? And I narrowed it down. People can check my work here, but I think it's episode three that I say, you know, the first two episodes are great, but it's mainly the groundwork. They start talking about Bitcoin in episode three. So that's, it's like Sailor Series episode three is what I go to. If, if, I, if I think they actually want to get into some of the deeper thinking about what Bitcoin is and, mm. and what it can mean. Well, I think it's, it's, it's so cool because I, I love, you know, learning different history and, and I, you know, he's getting into how they got rid of waste in ancient, you know, ancient times. And, you know, those, those first two episodes are definitely quite, quite the buildup, but you're right. It's that third one that it's like, start getting fired up, you know, and say, yeah. all right, let's talk about, you know, where, where this is going. But if somebody wanted, I think, I think to like a smaller clip of Sailor that I think is awesome is that um i think it was in the first um conference thing they they basically did but it was an interview with him and ross ross stevens i think there's there's like a fireside chat that it's you know obviously much shorter more condensed but i think those two together do a great job of um in a much more condensed version yeah yeah beyond bitcoin what's the resource or idea that's been valuable to you or your business recently well i think Recently, it's just it's I guess it's more of an idea, more of an approach is um, embracing um, this discomfort, kind of being being okay with being uncomfortable and even questioning things if you haven't been uncomfortable in a while. And I think um, I think there's there's a connotation with starting a business that you get to do what you want, whatever you want. And, you know, you don't you don't have to deal with people you don't want to deal with, you know, but that's uh, clearly not not the case. And. And and there's you know there's there's always going to be a business owner, especially as a as a one man show. Um, you know maybe you're good with the spreadsheets and the computer, and you don't want to get out in front of people. Well, that's that's a problem. You know maybe you're the flip the flip side of that. So I think um, you know looking for ways to get uncomfortable. I think your individual growth becomes that m- much more um, powerful and needed when it comes to growing the business that you're that you're trying to grow now we have our final arbitrary but insightful question which is this as a general life principle is it better to ask why or why not i think as as a general life principle for an individual i think asking why um and i say that because we're in in a time where um not enough people have been asking why for a very long time you know i think we're um culturally there are um, a, a crushing weight of norms that, you know, we wish we could go back and, and change. And I think a lot of people just got comfortable, um, pushed off responsibility and accountability and hoped that, you know, the, you know, trusted that the government really is here to help. Um, and, and so I, I think all the way down to the, in, in the individual choice of diet, um, you know, exercise, why am I eating what I'm e- eating? Why am I pursuing this goal? Am I just be trying to become a doctor because my aunt said I needed to be a doctor one day when I was eight years old? You know, I think we get on these tracks where we let decisions be made for us. And I think it's cool to see right now. And I think it's parallel with um, Bitcoin and kind of the, the grassroots growth of, of, of that is this um, cultural awakening of asking why. Why have I been doing the things that I'm doing? And then, um, and then looking forward, why am I going to do what's next? What, what is my why behind my next pursuit? And I think from that, we'll see a much more, you know, purposeful lives and, you know, pur- purposeful culture. 
Meet Linkster, your premier Bitcoin-focused advisor. Linkster caters to businesses, institutions, family offices, and high net worth individuals. They merge your unique financial goals and needs with Linkster's Bitcoin expertise to craft your own sustainable plan to preserve and grow the value of your hard-earned profits and retained earnings. At Linkster, it's not just advice, it's tailored execution. Connect directly with the founder by visiting Linkster.com. That's L-Y-N-C-S-T-E-R. Dot com Linkster. Secure your future with Bitcoin. Today's episode of Business Bitcoinization is proudly brought to you by Vellus Commerce, where the future of business technology meets Bitcoin. As we journey through the era of Bitcoin and its transformational impact on businesses, there's one name that stands out. Vellus Commerce. Whether you're looking to build a cutting-edge website, a seamless mobile app, or custom software, Vellus is your go-to team. They've been diving deep into the world of Bitcoin since 2014, making them one of the most experienced groups for integrating Bitcoin and Lightning payments into a variety of digital platforms. But here's what truly sets them apart. Vellus Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Vellus Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future-proof your business in the coming age of hyper-Bitcoinization, head over to VellusCommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at Vellus Commerce. Let's make sure your business thrives in the Bitcoin era. Well, Doug, I'm excited to talk with you today about BitRamp. I think it is a, a neat opportunity, especially for business owners. But before I give away too many of the details, could you just share with us a little bit about BitRamp and also what it was that, that got you to this point of uh, developing this business? Well, it's essentially for, for those who don't know, Bit, BitRamp is making it easy for uh, primarily small businesses and meetups currently to offer Bitcoin vouchers to their attendees and you know customers using using the Azteco system. And and where it came up of it really just from my own my own uh, pursuit of knowledge in the last couple of years, um, looking at different Bitcoin companies and what I thought was more, you know, the most valuable and um, uh, especially when you talk about mass adoption. I just, you know, I really liked what Azteco is 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 doing. Um, I think it's really important, um, and so BitRamp was really created around an understanding of their own business and what they're doing. Um, they're focused on, you know, going into a country and turning on, you know, ten thousand locations um, through, you know, one one source. Um, but where the miss I felt like is, especially in in the states is there's no opportunity for the kind of this grassroots growth. And there's a tremendous, I think, uh, community of Bitcoiners that really care about their community and that want to bring this, you know, technology um, to benefit um, those around them. So uh, to me, it it was, you know, just the opportunity to help kind of accelerate um, the growth that um, Azteco is already experiencing. Yeah, I love seeing people just doing what they can. And like I said earlier, to me, BitRamp almost seems like one of those tools that people might be talking about in the future as far as an easy way to help onboard others, a great Bitcoin resource. Could you share a little bit to those business owners listening right now? How do you use BitRamp to, first of all, uh, I think the the main question is how can it be profitable for my business, but also for those who are interested in Bitcoin and have the same desire as you to see uh, Bitcoin adoption increase, how can they help to increase Bitcoin adoption by partnering with BitRamp? 
you know, BitRamp's thing lately is, hey, especially around the, the local community, it's like you want to support your local community. There's this tremendous push to get businesses to start accepting Bitcoin as, as payment. Um, and I just think it's, you know, that's a, a great uh, pursuit, but it's kind of, it's missing the other half of how are people going to get it? The majority of people w- walking around do not have Bitcoin on their phone. You know, they aren't readily av- available to send. So say, you know, a community, somebody in the, in the Bitcoin community gets a business all excited about accepting Bitcoin. Now they have people walking in. Maybe the business owner is even giving a discount for, you know, p- people paying in Bitcoin. And, you know, then they send the people away that wants to take advantage and then they got to go onboard through an exchange. They'll be back in a week to take advantage of that, you know, deal. And so it's just, it doesn't need to be that complicated. Um, and, and and so the, the way that, you know, people get, get started and really why a business would is, A, if, if they want to say they're already accepting Bitcoin as payment and they want to grease the wheels. I mean, they want to do more Bitcoin transactions, there's nothing better that, that you can offer than a fr- frictionless onboarding experience. And to have that right there, and then on top of that, they can, they can have another revenue stream where they're making a small percentage on each sale that they do through the vouchers as well. Yeah. So you, you're, you're increasing your you know, Bitcoin um, transactions, you have that new revenue stream, you're bringing in a, a new customer base, um, because Bitcoiners love to to support these local businesses that are getting on board. You know, we we, we want people to be you know interacting with with Bitcoin. So um, I think that's still a push. I think some people are still in the camp of like, no, I'll never spend it. You know, but I think I think people are starting to come around to the value of that. But um, that's kind of a little bit about the the benefits and kind of why, you know, the, why someone in, in the community would want, you know, their local businesses to be able to offer this. Yeah. And I, I think people come around and they begin to think in terms of not just, you know, the popular meme or term is get off zero, meaning get off zero Bitcoin. But now people are starting to say, get on zero, meaning get on zero dollars. And, you know, th- that's, that's, pretty extreme for a lot of people but at the same time like just start using bitcoin for a lot of different stuff like if if you know that you're going to be spending x amount of dollars on coffee per month you know if you're the budgeting type then go ahead and buy that approximate amount of bitcoin yeah, we've seen that Bitcoin fluctuates on a monthly basis, but maybe just plan on um, setting aside a certain amount of dollars to buy Bitcoin with. You can buy your coffee with. Like, it, it's one of those things where you can still buy Bitcoin and not necessarily touch the stack that you're putting away for the long term. So I, I think when you start buying Bitcoin and have opportunities to spend it, you start just buying more Bitcoin more quickly converting your dollars into Bitcoin. So I think it's a really good thing in the long term for people to start spending it. Well, and yeah, and you think about, you know, the say it's on a weekly basis and your co- coffee shop has a has a BitRamp terminal set up, you just you just go that, you know, Monday you bring your whatever 25 bucks worth that that you you'll be spending that that week and you just, you know, get, you know, just top up with a voucher and and boom, you you're accepting that business, you're accepting your you're supporting that business in multiple ways, and you're interacting with that Bitcoin circular 
economy. And I, I think it's it, it takes more people acting. I think a lot of people um, talk talk about it, you know, and, and they, they don't fully realize just kind of what, what I was saying earlier, just how easy it can be. It's just that the tools aren't um, equally distributed yet. They're not, you know, as readily available as they need to be. So I have a friend who owns a boutique in the area and I'd reach out to her about, you know, thinking about Bitcoin for her business and she never responded. So I'm just letting it rest. But someone like her, you know, like you can you can run some sort of uh, special. You can maybe use something like uh, Oshi for uh, discounts and people show up and they're like, oh, I, I love the idea of saving 5%, but I don't have any Bitcoin. Well, perfect. Here you go. Also, you have the type of business owner who may love Bitcoin, but they're like, you know, our contracts take a lot longer to develop and people aren't necessarily going to like buy thousands of dollars of Bitcoin. That's perfectly fine, but you can still have Azteco there as an education source, you know, like a resource for people to learn about Bitcoin. It's like, hey, you can just buy Bitcoin here. It, It demystifies it. And plus it's KYC free. And so like no one knows that you own this Bitcoin unless someone happened to see you purchase it. And there's ways to probably get around that. Right. Yeah. And it's, I mean, and to your point, it's, it's a, it's a novel concept. I think to, to, to buy uh, Bitcoin currently and what, you know, m- most experience is the legacy s- system. They're setting up a, a bank account. They're giving away their identity to a centralized source um, that, you know, doesn't necessarily care for them, doesn't really safeguard that. Um, and, and it's, it's nothing, you know, for all they know, they're, they're trading stocks. Um, so I think it gives that novel experience of, wow, like I hold my own Bitcoin now and you know, I'm self-custodying, you know, not that many people will even care, but, and, and I didn't have to go through any hoops to, to, to do it, you know? So it's, it's, it's a novel experience that really people who even known about the technology, it's still, you see it happen, you see that voucher print out, you see that QR code scan. I mean, it's a, maybe a 30 second, transaction. Um, but also something that I didn't want to leave out is that, you know, it's not just, you know, big, uh, small businesses that are Bitcoin or ran, you know, because the vast majority of businesses are not. So for your, you know, for your friend, um, I, I think really the, the angle and, and the opportunity there is going to be more so, I mean, really just focus on the revenue stream coming in. That's, that's a new revenue stream. They can start saving in Bitcoin, so they can start building that Bitcoin um, reserve, um, but you know, bringing in that 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 new customer base, and without any exposure to the volatility, that that owner isn't sitting on Bitcoin waiting for it to be sold, hoping somebody buys it at a certain price. Like they have an account sitting in dollars that's converted to Bitcoin at the spot price at the point of sale. So. The, the point being, they're not riding the wave worried about if their Bitcoin is going to lose value. So it's it's a great way to get exposure to the popularity. I mean, Bitcoin's in the news every single day without a marketing team, you know? So to be put on, on, the, on the spot, maybe they don't want to accept it yet, but they can still sell it as a new revenue stream. And, you know, I, f- I feel like it's really cool if you have your wallet set to sats instead of Bitcoin. You know, you buy a few dollars worth of Bitcoin, you feel like you have a good chunk of money. And in the future, it probably will be worth a whole, whole lot more. And so that's that's kind of a nice little uh, a nice little incentive right there. So you just talked a little bit about how it works, but could you go into a little bit more detail about 
what it looks like, say someone reaches out to you at BitRamp and they say, hey, I'm interested in this. What does that process look like? You know, you can go into as many or as few details as you want, but I want to give people a flavor of yeah. what it looks like to be working with you. Yeah, I mean, basically it's, it's very simple to get, to get started. You can get set up, you know, same day. Um, but it, it does, on, on the business owner, it, it does require setting up an account so you have a login and things like that. So I just ask for um, a few details to get that set up. Um, then it's a matter of um, funding the account and paying for the terminal. There is the option to not use the terminal, but that's the most, um, I think, popular way to, to, to do it. And people like walking around with that physical, um, physical uh, receipt. Uh, but so so basically, it's setting up the account with a few details, um, funding the account, shipping that 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 terminal out. So usually, people can be up up and running within three to five business days. So you talked about the physical, the actual like printout. My first Azteco voucher was actually digital. So I I've I've yet to have one that's actually fully printed out. I, I've heard of people keeping theirs as a collectible, kind of the, their first ever Bitcoin. Do you hear people talking about that? Or is that something that ever comes up in conversation with the business owners who have begun to use your system? Yeah, I think everybody likes to have that physical rep- representation. I think that's just an extension of what's making it so novel. Um, so yeah, that is that is really the, the, the feedback that I, that I get as well, is that different people will use that, you know, keep it around. It's funny, people aren't, you know, they'll scan it and then they're putting it in their pocket, you know, they're, they're, they're doing something with that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, I need to start collecting um, what people are actually doing with the vouchers after they walk away with them. So I love the fact that you are helping to make Bitcoin easy. I mean, we, we talked with Akeen Fernandez, who is the one who started Azteco, talking with you today. It's just a, a simple way of onboarding people. You mentioned toward the very beginning of the interview that it didn't make sense at first because it didn't have any personal use for you. You may or may not want to talk about that, but maybe just uh, vamp on that idea of like helping Bitcoin to become personally beneficial to people, whether it's like conversations you've had with business owners or meetup organizers, maybe even yourself. How can we begin thinking about that to make Bitcoin more personally beneficial to other people or at least help them to to see that, to realize that? Definitely a, a, a big part of it is how they onboard and what that onboard experience is like. Because I think even in, if, you're, if your first purchase in your only purchase has ever been, you know, uh, through an Azteco voucher, I mean, that's a, that's pretty sweet, you know, to never ha- have, have had to, you know, set up an account and go through that, that whole process. That's, that, that's pretty sweet. And it's novel. Um, so I, I, I think there's, you know, definitely that, that side of it, but I think just meeting people where they're at, the use case for most people tends to be, we're in a hyper inflationary, um, time. And so for a lot of people, it's, you know, to save. And so if, if that's their use case, then meet them where they're at and show them how to save and just how easy, you know, again, you can save using this vehicle. I think that's, you know, the thing that a lot of Bitcoiners I think miss out is just when you only have a hammer, every problem looks, looks like a nail. I think a lot of people go towards what they know and what they're comfortable with talking about. And it leaves a lot of people kind of disenfranchised or like, nah, I don't really want to do that or care about that, you know. 
So I think I think there needs to be more questions asked for the individual case. Um, it's like I said, I think it's a safe bet most people are going to be trying to save currently. But I think for the for the advocates who are pushing for uh, for adoption, I think the the conversation and 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 the demonstration of the ease with which you can spend um, and support local businesses is is going to be the crucial other part of that. So listeners, if you've thought about OSHI in the past for your business, then think about BitRamp as well because you're giving a discount with OSHI and you are saving some fees there when it comes to not having to worry about uh, car processing fees and whatnot. But then you also get a percentage of the sale when it comes to BitRamp. So if you're working the numbers and you're wanting to make sure that you don't lose too much money on the initial sale, then BitRamp can make that even more profitable. So in addition to being a great onboarding ramp for Bitcoiners, think about that from a business perspective and try to game that out in the back of your mind if you're thinking about using BitRamp moving forward. That being said, Doug, I appreciate you sharing today. Any final thoughts before we finish up the interview? And then maybe also share where can they go to get involved with BitRamp? Yeah, I think, you know, I, I can't say it enough, but, you know, the opportunity is there to buy Bitcoin local and to spend it local. And and if you don't understand the value of that, then then search it out, you know, verify that. Um, and it's it's easy to do so. If you aren't able to do do so currently, then reach out to Bitramp. Go to bitramp.co um, and, and you know tell us more about how how you'd like to um, use Bitcoin vouchers. Um, and, and yeah, that's that's probably the best place to go. I think also if if you just want to get more info on um, the process and see it in action, there's a lot of great you know um, videos posted on. Twitter, you can go check out at bit underscore ramp. Perfect. All right, Doug, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. All right, friends, it's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out to either me or Doug, you can find our links down in the show notes. And if you know of a business owner who might be interested in partnering with BitRamp, please do share this episode with them. As always, keep building, keep growing, and until next time, keep living and leading well. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, thank you. If you want to take a further step in your support for the show, you can help us grow by listening on Fountain, a value-for-value podcast app on iOS or Android. If you hear something you like that you disagree with or anything else, you can share it by sending some sats and adding a comment with your thoughts. Some of you have already done this, and I appreciate it. I'm going to begin reading your boosts on upcoming episodes, so if you have some insight or value to add, let the people know. Getting started with Fountain is easy. You can add Bitcoin to your Fountain wallet by using your fiat accounts or any Lightning Wallet. And one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app, you can earn sats just by listening on Fountain. Check out the link in the show notes to get started with Fountain today.